morning, everybody. We're GFBS, Grand Fork's Best Source, on a finally Friday. Well, I mentioned we're going to be talking to all of the local high school hockey coaches here in the next week, including East Grand Fork's, Grand Fork's Central. And today, we're talking with Grand Fork's Red River's head hockey coach, Tim Scarperud. We'll be joining him in just a couple of minutes. Your show today, by the way, brought to you by Oh for Heaven's Cakes. You know what? There's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. Well, that's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes comes in. The best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or maybe just a treat. They make incredible specialty items by order or just walk in to find out more. And while you're there, you can enjoy some of their homemade lunch and soup. They've got keto, gluten-free, vegan, and diabetic options. And maybe you own a business. You want to treat your employees to a little treat. Check out their monthly employee discounts. Oh, for Heaven's Cakes on the north backside of the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4. Saturdays 9 to noon. Call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to oforheavenscakes at yahoo.com. You know what? Be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Oh, for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Well, if you have any questions, want to call or text us for Tim Scarperud or any of us, our phone number is 701-213-0863. That's 701-213-0863. And time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Actually, this is more of a fact than a joke. You know, the first nut cup in hockey was introduced in 1874. The helmet uh, back in 1974 so think about it. It took 100 years before men realized that the brain eventually could be useful, too. Katie, what did you think of that one? Well, obviously, I didn't know the first part of that joke, but <laughs> hey, you learn something new every day. Uh, Katie, our intern, filling in for Paul, the producer, today, and that's a good thing. We're going to see how she does today. Uh, Tim Scarperud, new high school hockey coach, head coach, Grand Forks Red River. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, first timer on the show. I am. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first. Yeah, you know what? Uh, born and raised here in Grand Forks. Uh, um, I have uh, two kids. Carson is 15. Emma is 12. So boy and a girl. Uh, I've been married to my high school sweetheart since 2003. Wow. Uh, yep. So we, we started dating as juniors in high school and had a little break uh, for, for a couple of years at early part of college. Mm-hmm. And uh, um been with her since then, and then uh, I've been at Voller Insurance since 2005. Okay. So my one and only real job uh, when I started the real world after I was done playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, say hi to Chad when you see him for I me. Will, I will do uh, that. The old buddy of mine. Yes, Chad is a wonderful man. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your hockey career. Uh, I know, I mean, uh, MJHL, USHL, UND, AHL, UHL. Tell us a little bit about it. Let's go through the hockey career of Tim Scarprood as a player. Sure. Um, well, I guess what, what I would be, I would be dubbed or, or uh, called the late bloomer, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I was a little late bloomer bloomer physically, and and I think when I was a sophomore in high school, I was five foot three, five foot four. Oh wow, one hundred and fifteen pounds or whatever yeah. it was, and and uh, continued to grow. Um, as a senior in high school, I was five nine and one fifty, and and so my senior year was my best high school year, and and uh, tried to play in the USHL and tried out for Steve Johnson's team at the Lincoln Stars. That was oh. the first year of the Lincoln Stars, mm-hmm. and and still was just right on that bubble of you know should I play there fourth line whatever and see how the year went, and and just kind of decided that 
going up to Canada and playing maybe a little bit less of a league than the USHL was best for my development. Mm-hmm. And went up to Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. Oh, sure. And, and had a fantastic experience there. I still talk to my, my uh, billet family to this day. Oh, from, isn't that uh, something? 1996-97 and, and uh, great people and still in touch with them multiple, multiple times a year. So, so that's, that, was, that was a great, fun experience for me and, and then just let me... Uh, was big for my development, you mm-hmm. know, being, being a little bit smaller. I grew two, three inches after high school. Oh, sure. Gained yep. 25 pounds. Yep. Still, yep. still S- same with still, me, still the same way today, maybe, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. maybe not. Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, actually kind of, kind of a long story, uh, had a, had a, had a fun year, good year up there. Um, Tyler Arneson, I don't know if you remember that name, Tyler Arneson played in the NHL for many years, played oh, for yeah. St. Cloud yep. State. And, yep. And uh, he and I had a battle. He ended up winning Rookie of the Year, and he and I had a battle for Rookie of the Year up there. And so I had a, had a fun year and good year, great experience. Um, signed a tender with the Omaha Lancers in the USHL. And uh, this was when I was uh, probably didn't really know much about working out mm-hmm. in the summer, mm-hmm. and I liked my golf game. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, went to their summer camp, and uh, they traded me before the season even started. Oh. So I don't know if I was just that out of shape or that, you was, know, Was Hastings the coach Hastings then? Hastings was coach, Okay, yeah. all yeah. right. And so um, 19 years old, not, you know, not knowing what I wanted to do, I actually quit hockey. Oh. And uh, um, kind of a weird situation. And, and uh, my, my father had passed away a couple years prior, and my mom was living in Arizona. I'm going to go to school and, you know, who, whatever, just 19, not, not mm-hmm. thinking straight. and. So I actually coached Bantam B hockey that, okay. that year for, for the first uh, uh, part. And uh, when I was coaching, I was like, oh, I really miss hockey. I need to get back into it. And the Fargo Force, or Fargo Ice Sharks at that time, yep, FM Ice Sharks, <laughs> uh, um, Scott Kobrinski and Tark Howard were the coaches there. Mm-hmm. And they had talked to me that summer before I had signed that 10th with Omaha. And, and um, uh, I called them up and just, hey, I really miss hockey. Any chance you guys have any openings? And fortunately, they that's had had some injuries and had spaces available. And and I remember uh, went to Arizona over Christmas, came back uh, came back on whatever day they had a game on a Wednesday night. I stopped back. We flew out of Minneapolis, stopped back in Fargo, and watched their game Wednesday night. Met the coaches and the managers that night. Next morning, I'm on a bus to Lincoln and Omaha to play my first games with them after wow. Christmas. Wow! And still played the second half of that year with them. Had a great experience. Great experience with them, and then uh, played the played in the USHL the, the following next year. Combination between the Ice Sharks again, and then they traded me to Sioux City, where Dave Haxtell was a coach. Half oh yeah, yeah, yep. yep. And then during that second year um, was when I talked to UND, and and uh, they wanted me to come the next year, and 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 then had my few years of hockey at UND, and from there. And the rest is history. Well, yeah, so yeah, to speak, right? Yeah, you ever run into Hastings and go neener neener neener? <laughs> you know, well, <laughs> Chad Johnson. Uh, uh, you know, God rest his soul. Mm, wonderful, yeah. wonderful person, and and uh, we've been friends with the Johnson family, and know Hastings a bit since then. And 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 Chad Johnson, one of the best personalities, yeah. and, and uh, that that we know. And it was we were all at at an establishment one night, and and uh, Chad, it was Chad and I and Steve and Hastings and a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. and we were all sitting there, and Chad kind of had to give them both crap, like, hey, both of you guys cut this kid right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of. Uh, funny story about Hastings. Uh, I'm originally from Crookston. Okay. I moved to Thief River when I was in fifth grade, but he was a year younger than I am. Okay. So we did play together and then played against each other uh, up and through high school, but uh, didn't run into him, just followed him and, and what he was doing, but uh, then ran into him way back in the World Juniors yeah. when he was an assistant coach. But, uh, wow, uh, what a small world. Um, your best moment Tim, as a hockey player, do you have one? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, you know, 
the, the, the national championship with UND has got to be right there. I mean, um, you know, even, even when the high school championship, you know, growing up in Grand Forks and having three older brothers and, and watching them all play for Red River Hockey, you know, I had a pretty big passion for Red River. And then when I was a part of the 96 team that won the state championship, and then the 2000 UND national championship, those, those would be my two, you know, favorite memories, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the UND was maybe a little bigger scale than than the Red River one, but both those would be my 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 favorite memories for sure. You uh, ever bring out the ring and wear the ring? I don't. You know what? It's uh, <clears throat> to be honest with you. I, I here, here's a business plan for someone out there that it's kind of gaudy looking, and, mm-hmm. and I mean it's nice, it's great yep. to have, but I think someone should make rings that are. One you can display and one you can wear because uh, I have zero interest That's in wearing snagging it. Snagging on everything. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, we had Steve Johnson on the show last week, and, and he kind of said the same thing. He goes, but you know what? He goes, once in a while I break it out. Yeah. And my wife always gives me a hard time saying I should probably wear it a little bit more, but I get it. I mean, it was like class rings back yeah. in the day. They were just, but these rings are probably even bigger than that. But um, do you have it on a display in your house, or do you just keep it in your nightstand, or what do you do with it's it? Just, it's just sitting in a safe. I don't think it's been mm-hmm. out and probably... It's probably been been in there for five, ten years. I can't no I think kidding. the last time I wore it we was uh we did a fifteen year reunion in twenty fifteen and I think uh all the guys said, Hey, let's wear them. wear them. I think that's the last time I wore it. Yeah. Uh what did it mean to you uh getting into the UND Hockey Hall of Fame? You know, you know what the team going in there, what a what a special time what that was. I think gosh, I think out of the twenty six or seven guys that, that were on our roster that year for, for two thousand a couple of years ago, going into the UND Hall of Fame as a team. Um I think twenty or twenty-one of the twenty-six or seven guys came back, mm-hmm. and what a, what a great you know what a great weekend to have with everyone. Uh, you know, it's pretty pretty neat to know that uh, um, you know that that will be there forever, and that two thousand team will be recognized forever. And, and uh, obviously, it was a special year when you win a title like that. You know, you have a lot of special years that that you know every team that you're on is, mm-hmm. is special in its own way. Sure, but then when you when you cap it off with that national championship like that, it just that bond becomes even even uh, you know more tight and and. Uh, uh, you know, pretty neat that that team will be recognized forever. You know, you mentioned golf and uh, the fact that uh, Scarprood name, uh, not only is it with hockey, but golf too. Uh, what are you better at, golf or hockey? I mean, uh, from back in the day. Yeah, back in the day, hockey. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, as I could, as I, you know, obviously that was a learning experience that summer of, uh, you know, the, the working out and the nutrition and all that mm-hmm. stuff was, I was kind of at the crossroads of all that when I was, you know, coming through. Obviously there were guys that were better than me at it, the off-ice stuff. But, but um, you know, once I dedicated myself and started doing more off-ice work, then that really uh, helped me excel my hockey game, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, that was the biggest thing, you know. I think, you know, this day and age now that nutrition and the wor- off-ice workout is, if you're not doing it, you're going to be... <clears throat> 10 steps behind. You know um, a good, uh, that's, that's great comment because um, uh, back in the day, a good friend of mine played in the NHL, Tim Berglund, and I think you know yep. Timmy, but yep. um, it was he was home for, uh, to run a hockey camp, so he was home for like two weeks, and we used to golf quite a bit together, and I'd call him up and say, uh, you know, what time you want a tee time for? And he'd say, well, I just uh, got to take a quick bike ride today, uh, so it won't be that long. i go, well, okay, how long are you talking? He goes, well, I only got to do like 35 miles, so it won't be bad. <laughs> yeah. But that's what you have to do to be a professional athlete, and that's on your time off uh, because, really, you don't get time off uh, at the NCAA. Well, any if you want to be a good at what your sport is, yep. there really is no time off. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and I, I'm a big believer in, in uh, playing multiple sports. You know, I love, I love the athletes. I love, you know, the, the people that play the multiple sports. But no matter what, you know, you, you look at, the workouts that you can do in the off season, 
that that can come into play for every sport, mm-hmm. you know. And, and uh, if, like I said already, if you're if you're not doing something, you're you're going to be at least ten steps behind. Yeah. Uh, what's your handicap? It's still around a zero. Really? Yep. Yep. Wow. So, so uh, yeah, you're a pretty good golfer. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, that's it. When, when I was a kid, it was one of those things too, where we went right from hockey season to golf season, mm-hmm. not hockey season to golf season. It was, you know, we were we were lucky enough to. I had a great group of friends that that we'd golf all day, every day. We get dropped off in the morning, and uh, our parents would pick us up usually after dark, sure, because you know, we yep. play till dark. And uh, you know, luckily was was around some really good uh, golfers. Shane McBenmy is a real good friend oh, of yeah. mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, just played one of U.S. Junior Amateur and played golf at Arizona State and. Um, you know, plenty about Red River. I was part of three state championship wow. uh, golf teams with Red River, 94, 5, and 6. And so just being around all, all these good golfers and just growing up with it and being there every day, you know, you, as, a, as a competitor, you want to push yourself. And, you know, a lot of those guys helped push myself mm-hmm. and push each other to become better. Uh, you still golf some tournaments and stuff around here, though, don't you? Yeah, you know, I think over the last, I'd say over the last five to, you know, five, six, seven years, I play about one or two tournaments a summer now, you know, a couple tournaments a summer where before that I was playing about seven or eight, mm-hmm. um, you know, just life being busy and sure. different priorities and things. You know, we, we still do the Birchmont Golf Tournament in Bemidji every year. Yep, yep. That's our favorite, you know, family That's week of the must, year. And, yep. yep. Last week of July every year. And, and uh, look forward to it when it comes. And it's like, holy cow, when, it, when, it, <laughs> when it's over, it's okay, the summer's over. What the heck just happened to that summer? But uh, I always play in the Birchmont and try and play, try to play a couple. We, my brother Chad and I in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll play in the state best ball, um, North coast state best yep, ball, yep. depending on where it's at. If it's works for our schedule, kind of on this side of yep, the state or to, not. Yep. Fun to, fun to team up with him and, uh, argue with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell him he's, he screwed up or vice versa. I right? can hear, you can hear the scarp roots yeah. coming. They're yeah. making the turn. <laughs> uh, people, we will talk hockey again here in just a minute. I want to, uh, go to the phone here. Uh, Timmy Riapel over at East side. Uh, hopefully this is a start to a 20 year high school coaching career. Uh, Bailey. Hey, Tim. I love Red River. I'm getting a shirt from him. I know him very well. I was uh, head coach for Sue. I love hockey and his kids. He's a great friend. I love hockey. He's amazing. I oh, gotta love Bailey. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's amazing. Good there. There you go. Uh, Brian drills at noon, Scarp. <laughs> Depends uh, oh, how long oh, this goes. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, oh, Brian says uh, you're uh, not a bad tennis player either. Oh, I've had a lot of fun playing tennis. I played a little bit of tennis as a kid and then over the last 10 years, I I uh, I like to play a sport to exercise now, so I can mm-hmm. not. Uh, so you like to keep busy year round, yeah. So I mean, uh, there's some gr- choice health and fitness. Uh, choice health and fitness does a great job with their drills, and and a lot of people show up. It's been uh, over the last ten years. I played a lot of a lot of drills at that choice. Katie, could you beat them? I don't know. I, I bet mean, you she would. Haven't seen you play, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Friday noon drills. You know, that's right. Well, can you beat Brian? It's Brian's really good. Yeah, yeah. Brian's got a nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd, he's it'd be, all right. It'd be a fun. It'd be a fun matchup. <laughs> all right, uh, we are going to talk hockey here in just a minute. But uh, you know what? When you buy something, you want it to last. Uh, you want to get your money's worth, right? Well, that's why you go to Forks Vacuum in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, Forks Vacuum, your authorized Rick Car and Simplicity dealer. And you know what? They can service any make and model out there. 
Forks Vacuum, locally owned and operated since 1996. Stop in for free estimates. You know what? Whether you're looking for a new vacuum or maybe need one fixed, stop by, talk to Bruce or Tyler. Forks Vacuum in the Grand Cities Mall, your authorized Rick Carr and Simplicity dealer. If you want to call them up, their phone number is 701-746-7830. Here we are back with uh, new Grand Forks Red River High School hockey coach, Tim Scarprood. What got you into getting back to coaching? Yeah, you know what? Uh, after my playing days uh, after UND I played a couple years for the Grand Rapids Griffins in the American Hockey League and and uh, um, had a, when I was finished with that I had a year of school to finish up and um, with that I, I was a student volunteer student assistant coach with with UND mm-hmm. it was Haxtell's first year as his as his head coaching career at UND and so I did that for that year and realized that you know what this is this is a lot of fun and and trying to help players become better you know players on the ice and people off the ice is Definitely uh, was something that uh, gained my interest. And then, uh, you know, obviously starting a, a career at Voller Insurance and, and starting a young family. Didn't, didn't coach for a few years, a handful of years. And then when my son uh, started playing hockey, I've, I've, I've helped his teams out for uh, pretty much every year. And so really just, uh, I mean, started from the termite level, mm-hmm. you know, when they're yep. four or five yep. years old. And, and uh, uh, started there. And over the last 10 years, you know, termites turned into to bantams and the bantam double-A team last year. Yep. And uh, just over all those years, realized that this is something that I really love to do. Uh, you know, the passion of, for hockey has always been there. And then just, you know, the coaching aspect of it, you know, the, the, the uh, player-to-coach contact and trying to help them uh, on the ice and off the ice and just realized that I really do have a passion for this and, and, and love doing it. And uh, thankfully, uh, um, was uh, able to get the job this year. You know, it's funny because growing up uh, back in my era, you know, I graduated in 1983. So coaches back then were wired a little different than they are now. Um, it was not uncommon to have a coach freak out in the locker room, call you a bunch of names, um, maybe even a little stick work done during practice and things like that. But um, can't do that anymore. And, nope. and, and the thing is now what you got to try to do is, I mean, you have to earn your players' respect. Uh, they have, you know, you have to earn their respect, yeah. I guess, too. But um, it's kind of more being on a one-on-one level with these kids now because a lot of people forget at this age, some of them still act like they're 10. <laughs> some of them act like they're 20. Yeah. Um, and you got those in between. Um, how much different would your style be from maybe, say, when you were a high school player? Sure. You know, I mean, I, I, I still, the accountability factor is still a huge thing for me, mm-hmm. you know, I guess. What I would like to say, I would probably call it an in-between. You know, I think there's times where I am tough on the players, and yep. I know that. You and, have to be. Yep, and, and uh, they know that. And sometimes, you, you know, you look back on it and say, oh, maybe I could have handled that different. You know, and that's, that's part of learning and growing as a coach and a person. I mean, there's <laughs> coaches are going to make mistakes too. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so sometimes, uh, you know, that, that accountability factor is still a huge thing for me, and, and getting on them still happens. But, yeah, definitely, you know, we got between varsity and JV, we got 39 players. And 39 different personalities. Yep. And that's something that I've done a lot of, um, you know, I'm trying to grow as a person. And, and, you know, coaching youth hockey, you definitely take it serious. And I was very passionate about it and and cared doing it. You know, but this is even a different level than that. And and doing a lot of research on on personalities and different things and trying to to get better at what I'm doing there. Because, you know, obviously if you're... If you're not learning, you're you're going to get behind, and and uh, so that's one of the things that I've tried to uh, work on is is really all right. Every kid is its own person, and you got to coach every one of them differently, and that's 39 of them. And and uh, this day and age isn't that you know 
hammer, hammer, hammer on no. them. It's, it's, you gotta, you gotta build that relationship with them and show them you care. Cause Hey, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't care about them. Right. You know? uh, and it, it's still, uh, it, you know, again, going back to my old school thinking, uh, it's privileged to play hockey for red river. Yep. And, uh, you said accountability and that is it right there. Kind of in a nutshell, um, with the COVID stuff going on, Tim, have you got to meet all the players and everybody that's coming out for the team this year? Yep. Yep. So, so prior to, uh, prior to the shutdown, we had tryouts started, uh, November 9th. Okay. And so we did end up being able to get tryouts done that week. So we tried out, you know, tryouts for a few days there, um, and and had our team teams picked. Obviously, you know, it's a it's a daily competition, daily tryout for the mm-hmm. ones that are still there. Sure. Um, but but uh, we did have our first two practices that Thursday Friday, uh, with the team, and then uh, the shutdown happened Thursday or that Friday night, excuse me. And so we were off for a couple of weeks, thinking it was going to be four weeks, and then uh, we've been back. This is our second week back, and and. Uh, um, yeah, getting to know all the kids and obviously, you know, being from here and, and then coaching youth hockey, I knew a vast majority of them, but there's a lot of them that I didn't and, and still trying to, trying to get to know them and, and uh, build that relationship with them and learn, learn about them, who they are as a, as a person and, and as a player. So, yep. uh, you know, my son, uh, coached Banaby hockey for years here in Grand Forks to, uh, won a couple of state championships um, and now he's doing the baseball thing, but he actually got out of it for a while, uh, because of parents, things are different now. You know, everybody thinks their kid's going to win the Hobie or, or whatever. <laughs> yep. uh, it's funny because he got out of coaching a Bantam B hockey team for a couple of years, and now he's running Fargo Youth Baseball. But uh, <laughs> he deals with them all the time. Have you ever had that issue? I know there's, I think, in high school, they have like the 24-hour rule or something like that. Yeah, you know, so, so I mean, I think I've been, I've been really lucky in the teams that I've been on. You know, um, I've had great parents that, that, that I've been with growing mm-hmm. up. I'm not saying that there hasn't been anything behind the scenes that – hasn't gone on, but I've been really fortunate with that. You know, obviously there's, when you, when you're trying to, um, balance, you know, all the different factors of playing time and, and how you're treating them and different things like that. You know, I'm sure there's things that people aren't happy with, but, but I've been very fortunate that, you know, Hey, if, if you got a problem, if you, if you think that I'm not treating your son fairly, call me right away. There's no Mm -hmm. 24 hour rule. And Thankfully, I haven't had any calls because, you know, you have to treat them fairly. If it's playing time stuff, you know, that's, you know, the, the player and the coach can, can deal with that, especially at the high school level. Yep. But, but no, I've, I've been, you know, you, you hear all the stories out there, and I know they're out there, and, and things are happening. But, but I've, I've been very fortunate to have uh, great parents and, and, you know, knock on wood, uh, no, no issues uh, that, that, well, put it this way, that I'm aware of. Yeah, and see me, I was the loud parent in the stands by myself, kind of like uh, a.k.a. Perry Mardo, except I was a lot louder. <laughs> um, but here's the thing with my kid. He played, uh, they used to have that AAA outlaw Batum team that uh, Pierre Lamaru yep. uh, and Mike McNamara got together. Yep. Uh, my kid played there. Ray Wareham was the coach. Uh, I, I consider myself very knowledgeable about hockey. Uh, he went from Ray Wareham, Ray Wareham to uh, Tarek Howard. Yep. And Peronica and the boys at Central, yeah. I never once talked hockey with any coaches, even if we were sitting down after the game, maybe we were up in Canada at a tournament or something. I never once brought up hockey unless they brought it up to me because I was so confident with the coaching ability sure. that I might think I know a lot about hockey, but these guys know way more about hockey than I do. So, you know, you kind of got to get lucky there. And I would think, um, you know, Grand Forks uh, between Central and, Red River, East Grand Forks, they've all got this UND connection, uh, which means the, all these guys know their hockey. And I think, you know, that maybe I would think would help. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I think I, I think the the biggest thing, too, is, is uh, you know, treating these kids fair. 
you know, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and you know, hockey knowledge and, and different things, um, you know, that's one thing. Um, you know, I don't care who you are, you know, yeah, you always have to be learning and, and uh, evolving as a coach and, and just the hockey knowledge, just because you're a UND hockey player or whatever you played and doesn't mean you're going to be a good coach. Sure. And, and so, you know, I put a lot of, uh, you know, I, emphasis on trying to become better and you know i love thankfully i have relationships with bradbury and dane jackson and that crew and and a lot of good hockey players so i love talking hockey and and trying to to become a better coach and and learn from that so so the hockey knowledge thing is 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 always um um something that you need to work on Mm -hmm. uh but then but then on top of that you know Again, going back to the treating of the players and different things, it's kind of, you know, if, if you're good with them, hopefully the issues don't arise. How much of an impact did some of your coaches growing up and through your hockey career have with your life now as an adult with kids, you know, out into the real world here? How much of an impact did some of these coaches have on you? How much did you look up to them? Yeah, you know what? I, I think back on, on my high school coaches, and, and I remember, you know, it, back in Pee Wee, it was Steve Olson and, mm-hmm. and Jeff Ball and, Remember the Pee Wee days and, and Big Ole, you know, he's helping with oh, yeah. Tim Hennessy on the radio yep. broadcast. And, uh, you know, he was a great coach and he, he was that old school mentality right? yes. and, and was tough on us. But, you know, looking back on it, that's what, that's what you need at times. And then, and then in Bantams, you know, uh, Bill Chase was uh, the coach mm-hmm. there and we had a lot of fun with him. Um, he had a great impact, you know, I don't think there's a coach that, that has more fun with the kids than Bill. And, and I remember that being, you know, 13, 14, 15 years old and Bill being a Bantam coach. And then Gary Perper was our high school coach. You know what? Talk about a talk about a great man and and uh, someone that pushed you to become the best player that you could be. And uh, uh, again, the accountability factor and the old school mentality. But but had a lot of fun with the players. And then you know after that, gosh, you know um, so many. Obviously, Dean Blaze was. Uh, you know I look back on my my time at UND and and. Uh, uh, you know, had uh, had had great three years and wonderful experience, and there were times that Blaze was tough on me. And at the time, I was like, "Hey, what the hell's going on here? Why is he? You know, why is he doing this?" But you look back on it now, and you know exactly why he was doing it because mm-hmm. he was trying to get the best out of a player. You know, uh, like when uh, Riapel, we call him Boa, says maybe he'll go twenty years here as a high school <laughs> coach. But I would imagine it would be awfully nice uh, if twenty years from now. Uh, we're talking to some of your ex players that they're talking the same way about you as you did about your coaches. Well, I hope so. You know what? That's what you do it for. It's it's you know the kids when they're young like this. I don't know. I don't know how much they realize it, but but um, you know you're doing it for them. Mm-hmm. It's it's not. Uh, I mean, the passion is to help the kids. It's not. To, uh, it's it, not self. It's not self serving. You know, it's it's. I want to make these players the best that they can be, both on and off the ice. Exactly. And, it's not all about the sport either. Yeah. Um, I argue with somebody in my hometown, and they think there shouldn't be sports. It's stupid because of COVID. And I, I said, there's more to it. Oh, that's this phone. There's more to it than than just the sport itself. But uh, when you talk about Oli, uh, well, I have that between him and Starman. I don't know who's the best yeah. uh, color commentator, <laughs> yeah. but I love Oli. The guy knows his hockey. Yep. Um, Big shoes to fill. I mean, Absolutely. had an interim coach last year, Mike Lemoyne, yep. uh, took him to the state title. Yep. Put any more added pressure uh, on you, Tim? <laughs> you know, uh, you know I, <laughs> I, hey, pressure's pressure, right? I mean, uh, but obviously what, what Mike and the staff did in it last year was absolutely amazing. You know, I mean, I've known Mike for, for a long, long time. I've known him my whole life. And what he did with that, with that group was, uh, was fantastic. I'm, uh, uh, you know, hopefully I can, uh, hopefully I can build off of that and, and, and continue to, uh, um, do the right things for Red River and these players. Cause what they did last year was fantastic. And, and I, I should mention too, that, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that, that 
what the staff that Mike had last year, they're all back. Oh, good. And, and so Dan Tannehill is, is, uh, an assistant coach and, and Dan and I coached youth hockey together for four years. And then he helped out Mike last year. So he's back, does a fantastic job. That's got to help oh, for you. Yeah, he's great. He and I had, you know, coaching four years together back in youth hockey. And then with his experience last year at River, um, he's, he's, very valuable, you know, and, and does a great job with the defenseman. And then just overall with the, with the entire team. And then uh, Josh Vignes and Austin Salyer, mm-hmm. great, great people. You know, Josh does a fantastic job. You know, he's, he's uh, um, you know, kind of similar to me with the accountability factor, but mm-hmm. yet, you know, the relationship with the kids. And then Austin, what a fantastic uh, human being he is. Got a, has a great relationship with the kids, uh, passion for, for the kids, and he's a teacher in, in the public schools um, and, and really has a great relationship with all the kids and, and yeah, uh, it, it does a wonderful job. And then we added uh, Danny Ray back oh, okay. on the staff, and, and so Danny coached for Red River f- for a handful of years back with Bill Chase, and uh, Danny's back with staff. And you know, uh, I don't care who you are as a, as a head coach, uh, the best head, head coaches have the best assistants. Yeah, and, you're only and, as good as your team, right? Yep, as your staff. Yep, yep. So you know, you got to rely on them, and they're all all four of those guys are fantastic at what they do. Uh, when is the first game of the year? Tuesday, Grand Forks Central. Tu- oh, really? Yep. Uh, playing at the Perp or at Eagles? Playing at the Perp Arena. Yep. Oh, it's Central's man. home game. Uh, I should be doing that game. God darn it. Um, <laughs> how many people are they going to let in? So as of today, so within the Grand Forks schools, there's a, uh, uh, they, they follow the red, orange, yellow, mm-hmm. uh, levels and, um, uh, don't quote me 100% on this, but I th- we're at an orange level right now, which allows two um, part- or two family members per, per participant okay. for the home team. Well, since it's Grand Forks for Grand Forks versus Grand Forks, my understanding is that both the home and away team will have two family members there. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if I can't pull out some of my old media creds and see if they'll <laughs> let me into that game because I don't want to miss that one. Yep. Uh, where's state tournament this year? Is it back it's in Grand back Forks? Grand Forks, yep. Okay. I'm pretty sure that it's back here in Grand Forks. Yep. Uh, what did you think of the whole Shields Arena thing? I thought it was a great venue for a state tournament. Absolutely. You know what? I mean, I, the, the great thing about it is you can't go wrong with either one of them. Right. You know, the right. Ralph, the Ralph and, and being as beautiful of a facility as that is and, and what that whole organization and, and arena has done for the entire community and, oh, and University of North Dakota is fantastic and in, in the entire state for that matter mm-hmm. um, and then Shields what a, what a great rink that is and, yeah. and what an awesome venue for you know hey 5,000 seat arena or whatever it is and you can get 3,500 in there it, it mm-hmm. does make it a little bit better of a, of a feel and a, and a yeah, crowd more, and an atmosphere right. yeah, and that's the whole thing I mean we all know the Ralph is the best hockey rink in the world but yep. um, tell you what even during a state tournament it seems like it's empty yeah, you know, because yep. it's just the lower bowl, basically. But um, uh, well, hopefully, one, we can get that back to. I mean, I remember back when it first went to the Ralph. Yeah, you know, the upper deck was crazy, almost full, and mm-hmm. nine, ten thousand people, and it'd be it'd be awesome to get that back. So I don't know. Well, I do know this. Uh, all my years of doing high school hockey play by play between Red River Central East Grand Forks, I had announcers that thought I was the luckiest guy in the world because uh, we have got the best of the best here in the Grand Cities. Uh, looking forward um, to the, uh, the 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 battle. Uh, yep. you fighting for the purper? No, it was, what, yeah, the Gambucci Cup. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, I should know. I've got a, a replica of one in our <laughs> house. But uh, how important is that to you, uh, especially you knowing these other coaches for the other teams? I mean, a little bit of bragging rights in there, but um, how important is it for you to get that cup back? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I think teams uh, teams should have goals. 
And, uh, you know, as, as uh, with, with Red River, with Central, with East Grand Forks, I would bet that every one of those, all three of the teams, that that would definitely be one of their goals for the year. You know, you, you look at, the, all right, the state championship, the region, get better every day, et cetera. Um, but Gambucci Cup is definitely something that, that uh, will be talked about, and, and uh, we haven't yet, but uh, we definitely will be talking about it, and, and for sure. A lot, a lot of pride rights, in that cup, yeah. You know, and, and, and the kids – you know, walking around the streets, they, you know, oh, yeah. with, with, uh, you know, with all the different hockey things that are going on, you know, before season, after season, you know, they all play with each other and, and now during the season against each other. So they want the bragging rights with their friends too. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the goals and something that, that is taken, uh, you know, very seriously. I wonder if Paranika realized when we booked him that uh, he's on on Tuesday. So <laughs> it should be interesting. Uh, one last question. I know you got to get to drills, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> no hurry for me. <laughs> uh, big plans for Christmas. You know what? No, uh, you know, with with some of the changes that uh, that that um, have happened, we we have a makeup game on the twenty second, um, and then again, you know, after Christmas and practices and stuff, um, I have family down in Arizona. That you know, my mom is down in Arizona. She's seventy, mm-hmm. maybe a little COVID cautious with being sure, seventy years old. Sure. So unfortunately, uh, we'll be more of a FaceTime, Zoom type Christmas with her. Uh, but but one of my brothers is down there as well, so that she'll be able to be with him and. I would, you know, probably just be kind of like Thanksgiving, a, a tight knit family, uh, you know, maybe get together with my brother's family out of Fargo and, and just have some good quality family time. You know, it's amazing for how many times I have seen you in my life and in my career in Grand Forks, never, ever actually got to meet you till today. And uh, what a pleasure. Well, thank uh, you. I'm, I'm looking, really looking forward to Tuesday and I'm looking forward to uh, following Red River Hockey. And uh, again, uh, maybe we can make it two in a row, huh? I, well, I hope so. That's, that's the goal. And, and uh, you know, I think... The kids uh, at Red River, I like what uh, their attitudes. It's been really fun. I've been, been with them for a few weeks now and been really, really uh, liking what I see as far as uh, their work ethic and their attitudes. And it's going to be a fun, uh, fun crew to work with this year. Uh, we're going to let you go. Thanks. I there's, appreciate there's actually people that want to talk to you, but uh, we don't have time. I know you got to get going too. But uh, wow, we're, there you go. Uh, Tim Scarprood. New Grand Forks Red River head high school hockey coach. It's kind of got a cool ring to it. Uh, good luck again this year, and uh, good luck as they open up the season Tuesday. Uh, boy, what a great way to open up the season, taking on Crosstown rival Grand Forks Central. And again, thanks, Tim. And our show today brought to you in part by Raptor PCS right here in the Grand Cities Mall, the very best place to take your computer. Tell you what, man, Raptor doing a full range of computer services at affordable rates. They do computer builds, virus removal, hardware repairs, also the place to go if you want a new laptop. And you know what? If they're working on your computer, most cases you'll have that thing back the following day. Raptor PCS, they'll come to your house, they'll pick your computer up, or you can just stop by the loading zone in front of rumors. They are the winners of the top-rated local businesses in 2019 and 2020. You know what? If you bring your computer in and you mention this ad, they'll give you 20 bucks off any computer service. Grand Forks best source goes to Raptor PCS all the time, and Raptor PCS comes to here all the time. <laughs> I told you, best place to take your computer. Check them out, raptorpcs.com, or call 701-772-7626. Raptor PCS in the Grand Cities Mall. Hey, don't forget, we are now on Amazon Music. You tell your smart speaker to play GFBS Podcast, and it'll do it. And we're looking for your five-star reviews on Google, too. And uh, by the way, we are now on Pandora. How about that? Hey, coming up on Monday, Karma from Safe Kids will be here on the show Monday to uh, talk about winter safety. And like I mentioned, Central Coach Grant Peronica on the show on Tuesday. All right? Hey, make sure you like, share, and tag us. We're Grand Forks' best source, giving Grand Forks an identity again. And have yourself a great weekend.